You're listening to the Unzip Podcast with hosts Shakira Shane and Mary L, a podcast for women by women who are unapologetic, real, and unzipped. Join them for open and honest conversations every week. Get ready to get unzipped. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Unzip Podcast. We are your hosts, Shakira Shane and Mary L. And Thanksgiving is is gone. Done. It's done. On to Christmas. Here we go. It's here before you know it. I know. Well, we talk about all the time how this year has just flown by, but it's so serious. Like everybody that I talk to, they're like, yes, it has flown by for me too. It's not like your personal, you know, experience. It has gone by quick for everybody. Super fast. I remember looking at our calendar and it was like November 1st and I'm like, we're already at the end of November. Like it's mine. It's mind boggling. It's crazy. Have you seen the meme? Um, it says, I don't see anybody saying 2021 is going to be my year. Y'all must be scared or something like that. Or y'all scared, <laughs> huh? Something like that. <laughs> well, we got something for you guys coming up that'll help you, but we'll talk about that on another time. Yeah. You know what? I'm not worried, scared or anything for 2021. I'm just like, in my mind, like it can't be worse than 2020. I'm like, it should, I, I'm hopeful and excited for the new year. Like I would be any year. I feel like, you know, so far so good. I think people needed a year like this to kind of shake them Absolutely. and say, look, enough with the games, enough with thinking that life can just be what it is. This is the things that are going on in this world. And I'm going to put a pause on it so that you can see and reflect. So I think we needed a year like 2020 and now you know, what are you going to do for the Absolutely. next year? Absolutely. You're so right. I think we've become so complacent where we hear about like bad news around the world or around the globe where in other countries, bad things happening, but for it to happen here in America, that's something that's global. It definitely humbled us. And, you know, like you said, it's like a wake up call. Like we are not exempt from anything. The highest nations, they say, will fall, and that happens, and that's true in life. You know, you could be at the top, but then you could drop down to the bottom. And I think for us, you know, and I know for you and I as Black women, we, we've we come from resilient families where we didn't have, you know, silver spoons in our mouths. So we know how to make things happen. We know how to handle under pressure as opposed to a lot of other, you know, people. So um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited about 2021. Every single day, you and I both, we are like looking forward to the future for the day. And, you know, I'm not waiting for 2021. I, I, I look at it like at a day, every time I wake up out of my bed and I put my two feet and I'm like, thank God. Here we go. I love that. And I'm with you on that too. I feel like you know, we could wait for January 1st and say, oh, okay, yes, like, you know, it's a new year, let's start doing all these new things and, you know, have our new year resolutions and things like that, or we can start today. And, you know, I agree with you every day I wake up, I'm like, I'm so thankful, you know, so many people didn't make it to this point and we're, we're still here. So what does that mean for us? You know, um, I think you know, again, this year has just taught us so much. And, you know, the best thing that we can do is take a note and really reevaluate 
you know, our lives, how we're living it, how we want to live it and, and start doing so. Um, so hopefully everybody's on, you know, everybody's on that bandwagon. Everybody's on that kick. I feel like when I scroll through Instagram or Facebook, I feel like everybody for the most part is kind of singing that same tune and hopefully, you know, it's something that they don't just drop like February, March, or if something crazy happens in January, everybody's like, oh, hell no. Like 2021 is damaged. Like don't want this year either. You know, like, no, let's, let's change the, let's change our perspective. Absolutely. But I I honestly think that this year, there's not going to be a February bandwagon where everybody's like, okay, it's done because every single month we were hoping in 2020 that it gets better. And we always say it can't get worse. And honestly, it's like, okay, you'll look at me like, damn, it's, I'm seeing tougher times and damn, you're seeing the numbers in the pandemic. Damn, I'm hearing more people losing jobs or homes and family members. So I think 2021 should be a year that you look back and you should be grateful for all everything that we went through, even if it's things that you don't understand, but it'll help you look back and say, wow, if God or whoever you believe in, if God me through that, then there is nothing before me that can be against me. So absolutely. I love that. I'm, I'm, I love that. It's so true. So true. So what is, I know it's, it's early, but like we said, we living in 2021 now, what would you say is your biggest learning of 2020 or something that you want to take into the next year? The biggest learning for me is to, I would say two things. The first thing is to protect my time because I realized that, you know, we all hope to get old and, you know, the time seems to just be going faster and faster. So protect my time because it's the most valuable asset that we have. It's something you can't get back. It's something you cannot buy back. And the other one is to protect my peace. I love that. Yes. Yes. So my time and my peace. And we talk about this often about who we spend our time with, what we spend our time doing, whether it's watching TV or entertaining conversations that necessarily does not fill your cup. Um, just protecting, protecting my peace and my energy. And the same thing for 2020, 2021, um, making sure there's purpose in everything that I do. So I would say three, peace, purpose, and time. I love that. That's so So, good. Yeah. What about yours? For me, um, you know, I got a couple things too. One, you know, self-care, self-love is is something that I think over the years, you know, previous to 2020, I think it's something that I thought I was doing, you know, get my hair done, get my nails done and, you know, get a massage here and there and okay, that's self-care. But, you know, this year has really taught me that it's more than just those, um, physical things, you know, it's, it's deeper than that. It's mental. When you say self-care and self-love, it goes deeper than just feeling good for the day, but really digging deep into self. And I think this year has really caused me to do that and take time to really look into myself and say, okay, what are the things that I like? What are the things that I love? What are the things that I don't like and why? And even if it's a triggering moment, even if it's something that brings up some type of feeling of trauma, even, you know, dealing with that and really trying to, yes, accept myself for who I am, but also accept the the changes that I need to make for myself. And I think going through this year, me having to take that pause, because we're always moving and grooving, working and doing this and that, but really taking that pause to analyze and 
dig deeper has allowed me to learn so much about myself, um, all the things that I love, all the things that I want to change. And that has in turn allowed me to be a better person, you know, in all areas of my life. And so that's something that I definitely want to continue to work on and continue to do is taking a beat and really digging deep on self-love and learning more about myself. Um, Another thing for me is pivot. That has been a word that has just been, has just stuck with with us, you know, and it's so crazy because the word, the word that I um, started the year with. So on my vision board, I chose a word that I really want my, um, my year to reflect. And that word was consistent because I, I suck at consistency. I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm not the most consistent person. Um, and so this year I was like, okay, I need it. Whatever I do, I'm going to be consistent at it. And I've done that. Of course I have these slip ups, like, you know, go to the gym for a straight week and then the next week, maybe two days. However, consistency has been a word that I've, I've really tried to stick with. But this new word of being able to pivot or allowing yourself to pivot has just been, um, I don't even know what, how, how I would describe it, but it was, it's so something that I didn't realize I was, I was uh, straying away from, you know, like every time we talk about pivot, I'm like, oh. Well, that was not the plan, <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. And you're like, but it's okay because we're making a pivot. And for all the entrepreneurs out there, you probably know what we're talking about. But when you pivot, whether that be in business or in personal life, is when you make a change that maybe was not in the plan, but you make the change for, you know, the betterment of the plan, essentially. For the greater good. For the greater good. You're still going to get to your result, but you make a pivot to get there a certain way because along the way, along life, your life, your life in business, there are going to be changes that happen. All these businesses had, had no idea about COVID. They had to make a pivot. You know, you may have no idea about your relationship. You had to make a pivot. You had no idea about what you were going to do with your kids, with school. You had to make a pivot. So we're all making pivots in our life. Sometimes we try to push away that pivot because that was not the plan we had in mind, but it's okay to pivot and it's okay to make those changes because at the end of the day, you're still going to get to your goal. Um, and in allowing yourself to make that pivot for the greater good, sometimes it's just like the, the things you learn that way is just amazing. So, yes. um, so being okay with the pivot and accepting it and embracing it now, hell, I'm like, I got a pivot, Mary. I got an idea. <laughs> We're going to go that's left. It. I know we was going right this whole time, but now we about to go left. So, you and know, that's okay because we, it's okay. Afraid of good. Yeah. A lot of people is afraid off. of change. Yeah. A lot of people are so afraid of change. And I'm like, you know what, as I get older, I'm like, I embrace change. Because if change is knocking at your door, it's knocking at your door for a reason. So absolutely, let change it. Come on in and have I, a seat. You know what I mean? Welcome with open arms. I always would say nothing stays the same, but change. That's so that's right. why I'm so open to those pivots and being a, I don't want to say formal or recovering control freak. <laughs> I have learned through the years, just with age and, you know, maturity that, a pivot is something that we just have to do on a daily basis. You can't just stay in what people expect us to be or want us to do. And that has been transforming for our business. Um, for me personally, in my personal life, saying, you know what? Okay, here it is. Like like you said, open the door and let change come. We, we welcome it. 
Exactly. I love it. So I don't know what you guys got planned for 2021, but hopefully it's good. Definitely take some time and reflect on the year that you've had and, you know, welcome those, the, the, welcome the change, welcome the pivot, you know, walk into 2021 with some peace. And, you know, we hope that you guys have an amazing last month of 2020, but on today's episode, we're diving into some unzip letters. You guys, we haven't done this in so long. And so we were so excited. We're going to do three letters today. So you ready I'm to get unzipped? Ex- I'm ready to get unzipped. You're excited? I'm excited because we've been getting these emails and we have been holding off. So I'm super excited. So let's do it. All right, let's go. All right, I'm ready for the first letter. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. So this is from Ashley K. We're going to keep her city anonymous. Her letter states, dating is something I'm trying to get used to, especially because of COVID. Ladies, what is your advice as far as how many men I should date? I see potential in a few, but I don't know if I should give them all a shot or do I do a process of elimination? I ask my closest girlfriends, but they seem not to understand what it's like being single. Most of them are in relationships that, honestly, that's an entire subject I don't want to talk about. <laughs> what should I do? All right, Shakira, I'll let you answer first. Man, okay, yeah. So I'm, you know what? COVID has definitely changed the game when it comes to dating um, because, you know, I'm sure we're weary, period. You know, everybody, we're hoping you're wearing your mask and you're staying safe, but you know, it's hard to, um, it's hard to have like intimate conversations with someone at a restaurant or do anything if you really don't know them, know where they've been. And then you, you're adding on, okay, the idea of multiple people. She didn't mention anything about being intimate with these people, but just dating. Um, you know, you're single. I say, as long as you're being safe, I mean, I, I wouldn't put, I think you are the only one that knows how many men that you want to entertain because at the end of the day, you're just entertaining them until you find that one that you kind of want to build on. Um, you know, as long as you're being safe, I feel like it really is up. I mean, it's really up to you personally. I mean, I like we were saying earlier, like your time is everything. So someone will have to show me through just like texting or whatever phone calls like they're worth my time so if they're worth your time and you see something there for whatever it is that you're looking for you know what you're looking for then entertain that person but I mean if they're not worth your time I mean just because you're single doesn't mean you should entertain them that's true that's very true Single girls are always wasting time, though, I feel like, because they feel like they have to. Like, you have to entertain because you're single. Like, no, you don't have to. You choose to if it's someone that you're interested in. Preach this. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for that. I just must say thank you for that because, you know, we're going to get to your um, question in a minute, but I just have to just speak on that. Thank you for bringing that up, Shakira, because often I'm single and I get asked, why are you still single? Like it's a bad thing. Like it's okay to be single until Absolutely. you find until you find your person or your partner. Yeah. Like there is not there is no law saying you have to be in a relationship. Yes, 
I want, I want a relationship. I want a partner. I want a spouse one day, but until I get to that point, it's okay to be single. So I just want to just say thank you. I wish we had the clapping. <laughs> we will have to get that for season three for sure. <laughs> yes, because while she was saying, I was like, yes, God. <laughs> but, but that was great. My advice would be absolutely uh, to kind of piggyback off what Shakira said. Like time is the biggest thing that you need to, you know, just keep in mind that you don't have to just because you have 10 guys hitting you up. You don't have to talk to all of them. Like do a process of elimination. Um, The great thing about technology and take it from me, a woman that's single and I would say trying to date, it's kind of hard to date, but trying to date, FaceTime is your best friend. That's first and foremost. Um, Like, like Shakira said, first to see if they're even worthy. And yes, I use the word worthy because you have to look at yourself as a woman that's a queen and you want substance. So you want a man of substance, obviously. Yes. So if you got a man asking you for ass shots, if hopefully Apple won't, you know, but if he's asking you for (laughs) explicit content, yes. If he's asking you for those shots, maybe that's not something you want to entertain. But if you have a man that's like asking you about things that you're interested in, if you're interested in traveling, or if you want to have a family X, Y, and Z, then I would say, give them a little more time, maybe be a conversation FaceTime. I say you definitely know the number of how many different men, there's no set rule. There's no Steve Harvey 30, 60, 90 day rule of when you should meet someone, when you should sleep with them. I'm not a person who can handle a whole bunch of different men because I'm the type that I would say the wrong name. <laughs> and I, cannot, okay. <laughs> I would not be able to keep up with, you know, I'm like, okay, this is John, this is Steve. This is like, it would be hard for me. I'm just letting you know. You start the night, you're like, so Steve, he's like, mm, my name's definitely John. You're like, oh my bad. Right, I was- right. I can't, me personally, because I was married for most of my adult life for over 12 years, those who know me. So for me, it it may take a little bit longer and maybe some disappointments, but I, I would say just process of limit. Know your list. Have your non-negotiables, I call them. Have your non-negotiables. Like if this guy has this going on, there's a no. Never ignore the red flags because you cannot change someone. They cannot change you. So know your non-negotiables, have them written down where Shakira and I both were really big on, you know, visual manifesting, writing things down. If you don't want a man that has kids, or if you don't want a man that wants more kids, or you, you want to make sure that he is financially stable and not living with his mother, write those things down and you can tell, and you can weed the bad ones out in the beginning. So absolutely. I love that. And so just piggyback off what you were saying, I think it's super important to understand what it exactly you're looking for. I think a lot of the times as women, we are so confused. We're on the line of dating with purpose and dating for fun. And I think if you're dating for fun, then, hey, I'm not saying that the number needs to go up, but maybe you're not looking for anything too serious at this time. You know, maybe you are looking for someone that is just going to be a, a good time. And if that's the case, then okay. If you're dating with purpose, be a little bit more intentional with what it is that you are checking your boxes off from and then saying, okay, I'm sure the number is definitely going to be a little bit more limited and, you know, when you're dating with purpose. So I think as a woman, you got to understand where you are in your life and what exactly, when you say, okay, yeah, I want to date, well, what does that look like for you? Okay, I just want to know what type of good time were you talking about? <laughs> good time, like, listen, I'm saying good time, like, 
Maybe you just want to go out to eat. Maybe you just want to go to like, you know, some fun places. I'm not just saying good time in the bedroom. I'm just saying good time overall. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to actually just go out and have a good time. Like he's your friend with, you know. Benefits. Benefits, maybe. If that's what you want. Um, But you got to know what you want. Exactly. You know what I mean? That makes it a little bit more. I know as women, sometimes we have no idea what the hell we want. We just out here just trying to make it day by day. Emotions flying all over the place. However, when you have, when you're saying, I want a date, just kind of be clear with yourself as what you're doing, just so your feelings doesn't get hurt in the, you know, in the process. Absolutely. So sometimes you dating for funny, he dating with a purpose and vice versa. And then you know, five dates in y'all on two different pages. And it's like, what the hell were we doing? Absolutely. That's, that's so true. I, I find with some, like you said, some guys, they may be ready for marriage and you're not ready for marriage or vice versa. And like you said, you've wasted time and money in some cases, vice versa. And you're like, hopefully well, not no money now. Well, no, <laughs> I'm just saying for the guys too. I'm just saying it for the fellas because, you know, chivalry, pretty sure they're putting out for sure. the money. and I'm they get real upset when they trying to be you know somewhere else in the relationship and you're like oh I thought we was just having fun they're like are you serious right you know so you know and, and don't just look at the description because they can say oh I'm looking for that special one and then maybe they're talking about that special one for the night <laughs> maybe not you forever know, it's, it's, for it's I don't like to say it's hard Exactly. I don't want to say it's hard because I'm really big on the words I use because I believe there is someone for there's someone out there for everyone. But you just got to keep your eyes open and you have to listen and you be know, safe. Be safe. That's it, girl. Be yeah. safe, Miss Ashley. All right. So moving on to our second letter. Hey, ladies. I hope you get to read my letter. I wanted to know if you could go back to the day you decided to start a business, what advice would you give yourself? I'm ready to start my business and any advice would help and give me the courage to keep at it. So, well, I would say, first of all, congratulations for wanting to be an entrepreneur because it is not as easy as it looks. It's definitely a process and a journey and not just a destination. So congratulations for that, for deciding that's what the path you want to take. I would say for me, entrepreneurship started many years ago. I would say as a young girl, it was in me to be a hustler. I always found a way, how can I make money? I made the decision at 13 that I did not want to go work at McDonald's or I didn't want to go work in a fast food, nothing putting, I'm not knocking that because if that's what you do. That's wonderful. But I made that decision at 13 that I wanted to be a business owner. So I worked at a law firm. I would clean my mother's friend's houses for money. I would run errands. I've always had that entrepreneur spirit, which led me at the age of 18, I had my own paging company and you guys probably don't know some of the listeners are so younger <laughs> that they may not know, but I had my own paging and communications company at the age of 18. Um, during high school, I had my teachers, I was billing them invoices. So that spirit was there. I would say it started back then. As I got older, I got into corporate America. I would say I played it safe. I climbed the corporate ladder. But it was honestly a moment where you and I had that conversation 
um, back in December where you you feel like you are fulfilled, but there you you're like, okay, I know I'm shortchanging myself. And I feel like you would know the moment that God says it's time. You just have to prepare yourself. And um for for me, it was like God put me in the position to meet someone, which is Shakira. And I feel like we're like a married couple, but we're not married, where I feel like I have strength. You know, she may have weakness where I'm weak. She has strength. We balance each other. For me, a partnership was a better out, a better, um, I would say a journey for me as being an entrepreneur. And, and um, it was timing. It was definitely timing. But I feel like I always tell people being an entrepreneur, you have to, it's just not about being book smart because Shakir and I both are college educated degrees. You have to have that hustler mentality where you can say, I can make a dollar out of 15 cents. And once you have mastered that, and when you have mastered where you can take 25 to 30 to 40 to 50 no's, and you still keep going before you get that yes, then you're ready to step out there because there's so many doors that slammed on you that say no, 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 no. But guess what? When you have that entrepreneur spirit and that hustler inside of you, no one's going to stop you. A pandemic didn't stop Shakira and I. We were ready to launch and we couldn't even meet each other to create this business, to keep going, but nothing stopped us. So I would say when you have it in your heart, you're ready. Have that hustler's mentality. And just, you'll know, pray about it. I love that. That's so good. Um, for for me to answer your question, um, gosh, if I can go back to the beginning of starting, you know, I would just say with this business, um, what I would tell myself is to, you know what, gosh, it would be hard to say what I would tell myself for this time because... This time, I feel like I actually told myself all the things that I wanted myself to know from just past experiences. So what uh, I'll say this, what I didn't do in my past at different times that I did launch businesses. And if you know me, you know, I've had plenty of things that I launched that I didn't stick with. But um, I would say launch and adjust. And what I mean by that, I think so many people get caught up on the launching part. You know, they want to have a business, they're excited, they've got their notebook, they've written all the things that they want to do. But when it actually comes to doing it, that's where the stalling comes. And I think that we're so afraid as people of rejection, that we are afraid to put something out there that we feel that may not be ready. You know, no business, you told me, a, you actually showed me a meme today that said about Coca-Cola, like Coca-Cola's first year, they only sold or something like that. First year only sold 25 bottles or something like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's so, that's so instrumental um, to know as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, because you want everything to be so perfect and nothing their first day of launch is ever going to be perfect. It's never going to look the same. You know, we would be at a year doing this in May and where we are today looks nothing like what it looks like when we said, yeah, let's say it's a launch day because we've, we've adjusted. And so my thing that I would tell, you know, myself, if I could go back is just launch, 
just do it and adjust as you go. That's what all companies do when you get so hell-bent on the launch that might keep you from actually moving forward. So, um, you know, if that passion is there, if that drive is there, that is going to catapult you to you know, into the future of your business and adjust as you go. Don't stick with the same thing. You know, your business day one won't be the same business at day 30, maybe the same type of foundation, but it will continue to, to be different. It will continue to grow. Just like how we were talking about pivoting earlier. Um, you got to be open to do that. So, um, just get out there and do it. And that's for anybody, not just the this person who wrote the letter, but for anybody out there who is thinking about doing a business and you're stalling and you're wondering. And I mean, you don't really need to know what, what really advice we have or what we think. You have to launch. You have to launch and adjust as you go. You may launch and shit may go completely left the day you launch, but you continue to adjust as you go. Fix, learn, grow, educate yourself every time, every step of the way. You never think that you know it all. That's right. Because we're always learning, like literally always learning. Like we will use, I, we've been using IG since IG first came out and we're still learning things. We're like, oh, we didn't even know we can do this or do that, you know? So never be get too comfortable with any type of technology, yourself, your plan, your goal. Always be willing to learn and grow and adjust. Absolutely. That, that's wonderful. I, I love it. We just, this is just a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I just I, love us. I do. But I would say too, while you were saying that, it brought me to a moment that always have, and this is something that I feel like we both learn through the process of entrepreneurship is having a beginning and then an end goal. Because yeah. sometimes you see the big picture and you may want, in our case, a podcast. And we wanted this fantastic podcast and we learned, we researched. And then through our journey, we found other areas of revenue. We found other areas that it was a need for us. And the end goal, we know what our end goal is. And not saying that your business has to have like, okay, this is it. But you ha- in order for you to know we where know you're going. We know our bank. We know our big, we know our next, we know our why. And don't be afraid of it because when it happens to you, you're going to be like, wow. But so don't shortchange yourself. I would tell myself, like, don't shortchange yourself. Don't think small, think big and then plan big. So I just had to add that. Yeah. And I love that too. And I think that's super important because I do think a lot of people may start and say, okay, I just want to make ends meet now. Yeah. You know, and you're making ends meet now could be something that you leave for your children one day. So always think big and, and know that you have the possibility to think big. You know, I think we get so stuck on seeing what other people have been able to accomplish. And, you know, we want to know how do they do it and it, can I do it? Yeah, you can do it. They are no different than you. Absolutely. You can definitely do it. The difference is that they launched that they did it. Just do they it. launched and they adjusted as they went and they they knew what their big was and they continued to go after that. So, you know, that's 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 our advice. Yes, that's good. I hope you I hope she um takes heed to it. All yeah. right, for the last letter. This one is from should I say the name? I'm only using the initial, maybe not. <laughs> um it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, because it could be anybody still. Like okay. just don't is it a full first name and last name? No. 
It, okay. This one is from Janet H. Okay. And her letter, Dear Shakira and Mary, I love your platform. I hope my letter gets chosen. I have been working for a company for eight years. I'm, a, I'm great at my job. However, I see no room for growth. I have asked about promotions and opportunities, but was told to always apply. I always get overlooked. My supervisor tells me often how great I am at my job. I get acknowledged. Needless to say, I've never got promoted. I also make him look good because I put in all the work. I'm not sure if it's time for me to look elsewhere or should I just play it safe and stay here because of the pandemic? Mm. That's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. Um, here, he, Salem Shakira, you're famous. Here, he, here, he. Um, <laughs> you know what? That is such a good one because I feel like so many people are dealing with that right now. Um, especially because she's saying the pandemic. I think the pandemic has caused so many people to, I don't want to use the word complacent, but I think it's caused so many people to be fearful of, you know, maybe pushing the boundaries a little bit because you want to play it safe. You know, you may have a family, you, you don't want to lose your job. And so you want to play it safe. So I completely understand that. And, you know, that is something that you have to think about because that is the reality of, of the situation. Things are changing constantly with this pandemic. And so you want to make sure at the end of the day, you're able to pay your bills. That's right. Um, but I would, I would say um, definitely, you know, I always go back to the saying, like, if you, if you don't ask for what you want, you'll never get it. You know, closed mouths don't get fed. And so you're applying and they're telling you to apply and apply. And from a manager standpoint, from when I was a manager, I know sometimes when you tell someone, okay, go ahead and apply. It's not that you're brushing them off, but you're basically saying like, I don't have time to deal with it right now. So just go ahead and apply. Exactly. You're being political. So I would say, you know, I don't know how your manager is, but I would say, can I, you know, are you available to meet with me at any point this week? And, you know, if he or she is, I would say, I think she said it was a he, I would, you know, sit down with your manager and say, look, this is what I've been able to do for the company. Um, and this is, these, this, is, this is my job description and this is what I bring to the table. And right now in my career, I know we're going through a pandemic and I know that there might not be any changes that you guys are making at this time. However, this is where I see my career going for this company. And this is what I can do. I think managers always want to know what you can do for them. What can you do for the company? How can you make my life easier by me putting you in this role? So I would say, set that up and say, this is in me in this role. This is what I can bring to the table. Um, and then I think at that point, if that is not being received, then you start working. Matter of fact, before it is, whether it's received or not, you start already, you know, start working on your backup plan um, and really start thinking out the box where, where else can you possibly go um, and start thinking about that. Never be complacent at a job ever, ever. Always think next, whether it's next in your company or it's next somewhere else, but always be thinking next. Um, you know, I, just from my past experiences from working, people would always ask me, how were you able to move up the ladder so fast? And I would just say, I put myself out there and I let people know, 
first of all, I show them what I'm able to bring to the table. And then by the time I ask, they're already asking me if I can do it. So you're, it sounds to me like you've already shown them. So now it's your time to ask them, you know, directly, not by applying, but ask them directly. And if you don't get that, what you're looking for, start planting your seeds in other places so that if anything were to go left with this company, say you ask, they don't like it, whatever the whatever may happen, you've already planted seeds elsewhere. I love it. I mean, basically, you yeah, you know said what I would have said, but that's, that's awesome. Um, to add to that, I would say um, definitely do um, just like Shakira suggested, but I would say start with networking also, maybe outside yeah. of your company. Yeah. Because a lot of times if you're in a position and you, you know, you're an asset obviously to the company and you have your boss and he, you, you make them look good. A lot of times the people that's higher up may not know that this is necessarily you doing the job because there is a such thing called glory hogs. And that happens. I mean, it happens a lot. Um, and a lot of different um, businesses. So I, I would say make yourself well-known, network, find networking not only inside your company, but outside your company. There's websites like Indeed, uh, which is, you know, obviously you can look on there. Not Indeed. Indeed is more of a search en engine, but LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn is, is great. LinkedIn is great. It's like your professional resume when you're not looking for a job. So you can network with other people within your industry and not, you know, have that fear like, oh my God, I don't want to show them that I'm looking for another job, but just start networking and, you know, find a mentor, even if it's from another company, if you work in, if you're in PR and there's another PR company, they're, they're always out there on LinkedIn, um, writing articles or just kind of, it's like a community. I would say, put yourself out there, you know, don't be afraid to dim your light for nobody else. I always, Absolutely. I tell my I tell my daughters that I tell, you know, constantly have to remind myself. I always, to me, was the type, okay, n let me not be too great. I'm just going to say it because I, I know, Shakira, you could say this too. Sometimes you feel like being a woman and then being a black woman, you don't want to show so much or you've always been told, just like Beyonce, don't play it too. Don't go this way. You shouldn't do don't this. Don't be too aggressive. And... Right. But guess what? That's wrong. The people that are accomplished, it's nothing wrong knowing your worth. Not saying that you have to be the loudest one in the room every time, because my saying is you can be the conductor, your back is against the orchestra, but you know you're running it, but still know your worth. Don't be afraid to network. Don't be afraid to let people know what value you bring. If you don't show your value, guess what? Mr. Manager, supervisor, whatever he is, he is looking out for himself, period. Yeah, okay? I love that. And there's yeah. this quote that, that we say that, you know, I, I love it. It sticks with, it's like, it's such a motivation and it's, it's always sits, you know, right in my head and I pull it out whenever I need it. And it goes, I stopped waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel and I lit that bitch myself. Yeah. And, you know, Mary posted this the other day in our private group. And I literally was like, yes, yes. Like that is what we did. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, we had great jobs, you know, yeah, things were yeah. great, you know, and you have a great job, you know, and y everything probably is, is going great, but you 
are waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel. You're waiting for them to decide when to light that thing for you. No, you light that bitch yourself. And unless there's a conflict of interest, you said something so good, Mary, unless there's a conflict of interest and you don't want to look you know, at other um, jobs that may be in your field or whatever, I would make it very obvious that I, that I was, you know what I mean? Because there's just like in a relationship, when you start to show that, you know, you know, like you're in a relationship and you start dressing different, you start looking different. And then the guy's like, okay, well, what you doing? And you like, well, well, I've been sitting here this whole time. And well, you just now noticing me because I'm starting to change the way I look and I'm starting to look a little bit more confident. The same thing applies here. When you start to walk around with a little bit more confidence and you in the break room, like, yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I was just talking to so-and-so over at so-and-so company and they were telling me how great I was. And that as soon as a, a position opens up for me, they're going to be thinking about me. Yeah, that's something that they're going to be saying, okay, we cannot lose her. So we need to actually listen to what she's saying because she's that good that someone else is going to take her right from under us. Absolutely. So you light that bitch yourself and don't wait for nobody to light it for you. That's right. That's right. And not speaking to you because it sounds like you're great, but you can't always say my, my famous quote, you cannot be nothing wrong with a Honda. But you can't be a Honda walking up into a Bentley, you know, dealership without those credentials, that credit behind you. So make sure you master, make sure you are an expert, make sure you know your worth. And if you don't have it, get all the tools you need to go in yeah. there and be confident that you know that, you know what, if I leave, I'm going to be an asset somewhere else. So absolutely be true to your craft, work on your craft network, make sure you're putting it out there, have that confidence. And like Shakira said, closed mouths, do not get fed, put it out there and then ask too. ask why, like, Hey, you know, I know that I did not get this position, but can you tell me what I can work on? And then yes. go back in three to six months, even if it's not a position available, you know what? I have this amount. This is my accolades. You know, question. It's nothing wrong with questioning. This is your livelihood. So good luck to you. Network, ask questions, get confident, and girl, get that position you want. And if not, then go out there and Light that, that bitch, bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> not don't go lighting up businesses. No, now. that's no, not what no. we're saying. We, we don't want. It. We're not responsible. Like walking the into the office and right. being like, "This is for a dip." Right. You know, the like, like, co told us no. We didn't tell you. Just your own tunnel, girl. <laughs> your own tunnel on the inside. <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and I thoroughly enjoyed the letters. So please keep them coming. Yes, absolutely. We love hearing from you guys. They're so funny and um, and they're, we love to be able to inspire and you guys inspire us in so many different ways. So definitely keep them coming. You guys can send in your letters. Just go to the unzip.co, scroll down and you'll see um, a link there for you to submit your letters to us. Even if you want to send it to, through DM on IG, you can definitely do that too. And yeah, until next time. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.